Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery in the heart of downtown Bellevue, epicenter of the Bellevue social life. I'm your hostess, LB Duchess, with co-host Jason Rendon of Seattle Wine Exchange. Hello there. And on this rainy, brisk winter night, we're hanging out and... Uh, Are we winter now or do we pass autumn? Oh, we're way past on. I mean, there's a storm fest going on out there right now. <laughs> well, Thanksgiving's coming around, so it's kind of making us want to stay home, which is good for Thanksgiving. It is, and it also is a, a great time to reconnect with people and and kind of back off our crazy, hectic lives that we have a tendency to take ourselves on. And so, I guess there's some there's some plus here in in the stormy weather. <laughs> yes. It does. It does. Um, today's show, we're going to be talking about holiday tips, um, things to get you into the holidays and how to weather them, uh, just fun things to give you ideas on, on what to do and how to do it. So if you have any ideas or have any comments, please feel free to call in at 323-843-6090. Yes. And it's also Movember. So everybody's wearing their mustaches long. Tell us about grow. Movember. Movember is, uh, I guess, uh, Richard started a couple of years back where you grow your mustache for cancer. Well, the men do it, you know. So you got everybody who's growing their mustaches long and all that. I personally can't really grow a mustache, but it's okay. <laughs> I get stubby and it works out fine. Whereas Gunner, he's got a fine mustache going. He's got a fine, what do they call that? Um, Brett has that too, um, the whole mo. Goatee look, goatee. which is actually my favorite. I'm, I'm just partial to that. Gotta say, uh, today's show is brought to you by Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery and Pop Chips. Yes. Okay, Mr. Jason. So it looks like we get to start our show off uh, with some of our favorites. The uh, Leon uh, Pinot Grigio 2008 Columbia Valley. It Can is you... really. We got to try this last week, and um, so I wanted to. Enjoy this. Mm-hmm. No, it's really good. Same citrus notes. Very crisp, clean. Not stainless steel crisp, where you get with a lot of our standard Washington wines. But it's not very mellow like when you get with the wooden cast wine. So it's kind of in between. Very nice. I like it. I could drink this. I'm not a white wine guy, but I could drink this one. This one is, is interesting because last week we had it and it was um, not chilled, which I... I'm personally one of those people. I'm not a big fan of chilled wine. I like it more right. closer to room temperature, even my whites. Um, chilled, you get more of that crisp citrus on mm-hmm. the backside. When it warms up, it's a softer on the palate. Yes. So this is a very unusual wine. I thought it was a fun one. It's nice. And who is this made by again? Uh, Leon Cellars. So www.leoncellars.com. We love them. I'm probably butchering their name, but that's okay. No, I'm sure they're okay with it. I think you're close. Very tasty. <laughs> All righty then. Well, let's see here. We're talking about um, socially savvy holiday tips, and I think we're going to go ahead and, uh, well, actually, before we start with the tips, we wanted to touch base on some of the things that had happened this last week. Right. And I know that you had been to a couple of things. One of our listeners went to a whiskey tasting, uh, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to actually ask him to tell us a little bit about that here in a few minutes, but what is it that you went to on Friday you covered for socially savvy? Well, on uh, Friday I went to um, see here. No, Saturday I went to the wine versus whiskey as well. And on Friday uh, I had a uh, shoot. I'm drawing a blank. Friday was a dinner party. 
No, Saturday was the dinner Saturday, party. So Friday was the wine. Oh, right. Oh, I'm so backwards. <laughs> like, Welcome to the holidays. Winter. We're yeah. definitely sober. No, we should Friday, not be. <laughs> okay, Friday we did the uh, wine versus whiskey, and then Saturday we had a nice dinner party. It was really fun. So the wine versus whiskey is up there in Winville at Russell's. Upstairs, this is a fabulous venue. If you want to do one of your parties over there, I I, I suggest you go check them out. They had a 12-piece uh, 1940s band playing up wow. on the balcony. It was really cool. And they had approximately 12 different uh, vendors of whiskey and wine. Some of our local favorites from around here. The I love that. Fabulous. And I'm not a whiskey drinker, but you can smell the rye and... I don't mind the really? smell. I've just never been able to drink it. I have tried bourbon, scotch, whiskey. Mm-hmm. I have tried so hard. And there's a couple of our, our sponsor vendors who are who are convinced they're going to be able to mix a drink that I'm going to be able to enjoy. So I'm, I'm looking forward to trying that this uh, winter season. Yeah, so everything was really good. They had a, they had a very delicious uh, samples. They had food pairings that went both with whiskey and the wine. And it's very tasty. So... Those are the and these are the kind of things. And the reason we talk about these events is, you know, you're looking for a different experience. Maybe you're on a, uh, you know, your first couple dates with somebody, or you're just looking to do something different than the, the typical. Let's go to dinner and and you know have a bottle of wine kind of thing. These events are so much fun. They're a great way to meet new people who have similar interests. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're a great idea for a second or third or fourth date because there's so much going on that it allows you to connect as you're comfortable with the person. Without being like a lovey-dovey. Exactly, oh, exactly. You look, so nice. you look nice today. And yeah, yeah, perfect. And then, Gunnar, you um, it took my husband to a similar type of, of deal, except for this is one that only comes locally to the area once a year. So it was by invitation only. That's that's correct. That's the, um, the Scotch Society held their annual tasting at the Rainier Club this year, as they do Ooh, most place. years. Um, fantastic. Not a place to take a date. Not it's, no, uh, that, that's a that's it, a lover. It's almost a free for all. You're you're trying to taste. Uh, there was any like of 40? 25, We have thirty five different uh, well, scotches. I'm going to wow. I've been, I've been one. Yeah, I went to one two years ago. It I think I got awesome. I think I got to ten. Yeah. Um, it was uh, it was fantastic though. But if you're a how many um, kills did you see? Um, probably a dozen. Yeah. Yeah, this is a fabulous place to go to. Uh, I'll give them brief on the. They, they give you little sifters. They're about, I don't know, what is it, two inches round? Yep. Two inches round sifters. And uh, you see a lot of people in kilts because of Scotch Society. Uh-huh. Alcohol is very big, men wise. And oh, there's two fun. people that you go there that you'll see with these big, large, bulbous whiskey sniffers. Yeah. Huge. That's what, that's what Brett was telling me about was they had these big, he said, even for him, he said that seemed a bit extreme, but there was a, there was a history and a story behind it. I do. I, I know the history. I've actually met the guy who does it. He's a judge over in Spokane. Uh-huh. So the bigger the snifter, the more the smell of the esters you can have. So he swirls it around, and when you put it on your side, whiskey has a lot more layers. Well, whiskey and wine have the same amount of layers. You've got the bottom, which is the dirt and the gravel, and you've got the middle layer, which is the, the mushrooms, the smell, the stones, and then you got a fruit layer, and then, of course, you've got the alcohol at the top. And wine, you, you can kind of see it with the same snifter, same things when you when you swirl the wine glass and you smell it and you those effervescence. Whiskey, when you use that big glass, it's even more pronounced. So, uh, yeah, he's been doing it. The judge has been doing it for a very long time. He does a, uh, a party at his house on behalf of the uh, whiskey guy over there. I can't think of his name. Uh, he'll come to me in a moment. But he invites everybody over, and he has over 300 bottles of whiskey in his in his basement. Wow. You only taste a little ounce at a time, but he's fabulous, fabulous whiskey. So if you really 
when I went there um, and tasted some, I like I had a hotel. I just got to tell you that much. I took a cab over and we took a cab back. Cause That's no what way. you guys did. You guys took a cab, right? Oh, yeah. Very, very yeah. safe that way. Yeah. Um, but Jason's right. Um, it's pretty amazing to see these big uh, um, snifters, snifters out there that um, you go, oh, from a pedestrian view like myself, and and you go, okay. Why? <laughs> yeah. And when the, when they show it to you, your nose can tell so immediately. There's a vanilla. There's a wow. Peaty, there's, um, yeah, it's cool. Uh, the, the fuming of the alcohol that kind of layers off the top. It was absolutely amazing. This is my my third year in going, and um, while they have a lovely dinner, you don't want to waste your time eating eating no. too much dinner. You just um, get your food it, down it, and then you go a, start. It's a ton of fun to taste things that you'll never. Get to taste, or that's you know a ninety or a hundred dollar bottle that you say, yeah. yeah, well, I don't want to buy it just to taste it. Well, yeah. Brett was telling me that there were um, some people there that were from um, Scotland, I guess, and they only do like fifty cases, mm-hmm. and they figured almost half of it was used that night. Oh yeah, and don't forget about if you, when you saw each person, if you talk to them, and if they like you, and if you have a rapport, they usually have. You know, you're a swell guy. Hang on a second. They reach for yeah, the little counter special, and that, yeah. taste it. little special one a right here special. for you. Yeah, you definitely. It's that was a really the, both of these events. I, and I've been to them, so I kind of talk like I like them both. If you really want to experience whiskey, try to get to one of to these one of those two. types of events. Now, yeah. the one in uh, the one that you went on on Friday night, the other one you went to, uh, their ticket price you can buy them as an outsider. It's like 150 or something like that. It's really expensive, but. When you look at the quality of the scotch you can drink, it's yeah. just, and it's at the Rainier Club. Yeah. And then uh, usually I don't talk about prices online, but Russell's is also very reasonable at $50, and you got quite a bit of food and the entertainment, and it was open from 6 to 9. And then downstairs afterwards, they opened up, the, they have their bar and all that, and they invited people downstairs oh, to continue. Nice. So beautiful, their restaurant's a beautiful spot. So Well, these are the types of things, again, you know, that are fun to do to create something a little bit different. I know a lot of the high-end restaurants now have started working with uh, different wineries, Daniel's, for instance, uh, Chandler's, Spazos, where they put these winemaker dinners on and they pair wines with different oh, courses yeah. of food. And again, these are just fun, different unique ways of uh, getting out there and, and enjoying some quality time together. Oh, yeah. With friends and family, so. That's exciting. Okay, let's start with some socially savvy holiday table setting tips. Um, table setting tips. Table setting tips. You know, we get all excited. We're we're, we're going to have friends over. They're going to do a dinner party or we're going to have a cocktail party. And we're all excited. People are going to be sitting around and eating and drinking. And, um, <laughs> and I love it when our listeners come by and they're all excited. You can hear them in the background. Anyway, so you want to, there's a couple of things that you want to consider when you are going to have people over, especially if they're going to be sitting down um, and you want to, to maintain dialogue. So one of my first little hints we got from a friend of ours, Count Cody, absolutely adore him. Nice guy. Um, he and I had chatted, and this is something that uh, is a visual. You want to make sure that all your decorations don't interfere with the visual around the table between people. Yeah. So when you're talking about um, centerpieces or floral arrangements, you want to have them either really low or have them high so that they're up over people's heads so they don't interfere with that eye-to-eye contact right. so that you can continue the dynamics of the 
evening. It's important. I think a lot of people miss that. Believe that big. They, it's great to have the masterpiece there, the centerpiece. It looks real cool. It looks nice. Leave that for the ho- the, the the food table or something like that. All right. Or take it away and put it aside yeah. right when you start to sit down. I've seen a lot of where you know it's like you're sitting here and the leaves like right here in your nose. You're like, oh yeah, the flowers or you got a bouffant feather that's you know yeah you poof poof get it out of the way. <laughs> uh, I. I throw. There's a couple, um, couple of hints we can throw out. You, you know, um, when you, you know, and this not just with the holidays, but any others when you have a party at your house, kind of look around and look for breakables out of the arm's length and move them out of the way. Yes, you know, especially so that, when you know you're going to have people who are going to be um, drinking wine. People get animated yes. with their hands. Ring, hello. Hello. Ring. Yes. Ring. Oops, sorry, I just broke your Ming vase. Yeah, sorry. not so much fun. <laughs> Um, another one is uh, I, I throw out while you're getting ready for your next one is uh, look at your silverware, your plating. Kind of look over there. We were uh, at a dinner party, and uh, the guy we were with, a great, fabulous guy, but he's a bachelor. So, you know, he doesn't need 16-piece silverware set. Right. He doesn't need 16 bowls. Right. So I recommend uh, when I do a, a party, if I don't have enough plates, I, I being from the restaurant background, I do, but. Like when my mom and dad. Me too. I could host a wedding of seventy-five. Right. <laughs> I tell them. I tell my mom and dad. Says so go to one of your restaurant supply stores, or if you don't have a restaurant supply store where you're at, go to Costco, go to that, and get some nice clear plastic plates. Mm-hmm. Eat them, throw them away. You're done. I'll recycle. Well, that's you know, not a bad recycle, idea. Recycle, but even the plastic silver. I know uh, Costco's got that big five thousand count. Okay, it's only a hundred, but still, it seems like a lot. Yeah, and you know it's okay. You know people. It's just not a formal dining. Well, if it is, well, then you don't use plastic. That's bad. Un, that's unsocially savvy. But if this is a, a just a get-together gathering, people understand plastic is fine. They'll throw it away. It's yeah. good. Recycle it and so on and so forth. And then last, plenty of napkins. Always plenty of napkins. And have your towels ready. I, uh, here's another one. Uh, sorry, I'll throw another one at you because it just works. So you have your napkins for regular eating, your face, and your, your stuff of that nature here. And... Uh, is also, uh, I only bought this at Costco, and I'm not recommending Costco or not recommending Costco. I, I just happen to buy them there, but you can get them at any auto supply store. Yeah. White towels, terry cloth towels. Oh, those are so nice to have around, no matter what. Like $7 or maybe it's something like that, $7 or $8. I use them, I put them in different spots around the house because there are people who spill things. Grab a towel, throw it down. Soak done. it up, yep. Oh, go ahead, I'm... Your turn. No, you're totally. I love it. I love all the ideas. Um, I always say use colorful plates and um, serving dishes to enhance enhance a festive table. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, if you feel like you have limited dishes, uh, maybe you have a couple of different designs, take and mix and mingle the large plates and the small plates and do them an opposite so it looks more like, say you only have a setting for six, you can make it look like a setting for 12 by alternating the large and the medium plates on each other. That's a Count Cody thing, I bet. No, that was a me thing. Wow. <laughs> I used to I used to party on a budget, so um, I'm still on a budget, but just not yeah. as tight. Uh, and if you're looking to try to make something fun happen, um, and you have a little bit more of a budget that, you, but you're still you know trying to be really thrifty about it, I love to go treasure hunting. Go hit the thrift stores and oh, yeah. find some fun, festive, and maybe you have your base plate the same and all your middle plates are all different, you know. Just, right. There's all kinds of fun things you can do that are affordable to, to make it work. And uh, for those on thrift stores, go to the thrift stores on the outside of... Edges of uh, the city. Of the city, because yep. they're a lot better quality. Yep. And Gunner, who's been around... Forever. Forever. Gunner has been around forever here uh, at the gallery. It's a great place that he has really a collective... Uh, show of things um 
for how's when you put on a dinner party, how do you put on your dinner parties? Do you do dinner yeah. parties? Do you? Yeah. I don't. Uh, not very often. I mean, from from my own residence, not very often. Um, they tend to be small. I live small. Yeah, well, that, I get that. Okay, just curious. Um, dinner party of, mis, of a mixed association. Help break the ice by putting fun topics under everyone's plate that they can share during the meal and when visiting, i.e., did you know that the first candy canes were made over 350 years ago? So if you put little things like that underneath plates or underneath wine glasses or maybe attach them um, on a little card mm-hmm. on the different wine that's glasses, a good idea. it just gives people a chance to break the ice in a way that's fun, festive, it's not um, intimidating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, especially like I was saying in the very beginning, if you have a mixed association, maybe you're, you're inviting a bunch of business associates and mixing in some of your personal friends, whether they be work friends or maybe friends ah, from the club, I, and you don't know how they're going to mingle, it's, that's a great I, way to do it. I've done the uh, <clears throat> work friends and personal friends scenario. That's tough. Uh, it I'll is if you don't you. know how. That's what I'm saying. If you don't know how to kind of bring things together, especially when you get groups, specific groups of people like I, your yeah. workout buddies or your work people, they're going to tend to gravitate to each other and stay there unless you find a way to kind of level the playing field. It's uh, well. Uh, bunch of years back, we, uh, my wife and I, we do a yearly party, a uh, joint birthday party kind of in the summer, and we usually invite all of our friends together. It's a social experiment, and we've kind of tailored a little differently It's like now. a chemistry set with you guys. Yeah, originally <laughs> we were like work and play, now we kind of more just generic play, because we found that, our, I worked for a big company way back when, and you have those IT guys sitting around, all sitting down talking shop, and then you have the friends who are in the food and wine, they're all standing up, drinking, getting loud and obnoxious. I'm like, okay, we've got to change the dynamics. And you're right, you have to find something to where they all talk. Well, yeah. we at the time, we had a karaoke machine that my son had, and I thought, okay, I'm not going to bring this out. This is stupid. I'm going to do that. And I thought, why not? Sure. He's, he wanted to play it, so we bring it up, and all of a sudden, everybody started interacting and, and talking with each other, and it's lively, and it was kind of like, wow. Because yeah. I'm not a very good karaoke singer. I change the words, but other people can, and it was kind of neat to watch. To see them, yeah. Yeah, liven up. Well, we have a live caller. We're going to go ahead and take. Let's see what we get here, if it's going to go. Hello, this is LB with Socially Savvy. You are calling in. Yes, this is Dual Fisher. Hey, Duel. How are you doing? I'm doing great, LB. How are you? Fabulous. It's so good to hear your voice. Hey, Duel. I know that you had you planned too. to come in and be on the show, but with our nasty little weather here, we had to make some adjustments. <laughs> yes, I, I don't want my ceiling to fall down in my living room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The things we have to deal with living in the Northwest. Flooding. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But, you know, it, it keeps us green, right? It does. It does. Most so definitely. your house is okay. You're safe and sound. I am safe and sound. It's just a leaking problem at the at the fireplace because I'm on the top floor, so I'm the first to get to get it. <laughs> and well, it considering how year. hard the rain was coming down, it got hammered. It did. It <laughs> did. It, and and it happens every year when it starts the first big rain like this. It happens. See, that's every- what happens when you live in the penthouse. I mean, seriously, dual. <laughs> I have no sympathy for you, none whatsoever. <laughs> so, wow. hey, you're calling to talk about the Providence Oak Christmas tree, which is coming up. And um, it has become one of my favorite um, charities because you have all these different charities for, you know, all of them are worthy charities. But this is one I think is is fascinating because 
it's it's the people we have a tendency to forget. Totally, totally. So yeah, tell tell our listeners boring. a little bit more about this. Well, the Providence Oak Christmas Trees benefits the senior and community programs for Providence. And what that is is they have uh, facilities for residents for long-term, short-term care. And uh, they also have daycare within a lot of their systems, and they provide hospice care. They provide uh, day programs where they bring people to the larger facilities from group homes and things like that that are unable to they can still function on their own, but they bring them in to help with therapy and rehabilitation and, and just getting them back on their way. Wow. My mother was actually a resident at Providence Mount St. Vincent, oh gosh, about 12 years now, 12 years ago. Wow. And, uh, she, she actually was given a few hours to live, less than, less than three days, let's put it that way. I moved her to Providence, Mount St. Vincent within 24 hours of that of that message, and within eight hours, she was sitting up in bed eating an egg salad sandwich. Wow. She was given a miracle to finish out her time on this planet to and say goodbye to people she needed to say goodbye to. That's awesome. And I, and and I, I think environment that. has a lot to do with that, and they set such a wow. fabulous environment. They treat everyone that walks through that door with such love and such care and respect. Respect is really what it comes down to, is they respect the people that are there because those are are the, the people that gave us what we have today. And then our generation, passing that down, which is why they also integrate childcare in these facilities, and they encourage the daycare to go up to the daycare of the seniors that live in the buildings and and they, each floor actually has a daycare on it so each each level gets gets their own daycare and their own kids wow. so usually the the kids of the you know other residents families or employees that that are there but but it, you know it's a terrific program Senior Community Services, and the Oak Christmas Trees, it is three days of a lot of fun. Yeah, now tell us about that. We have we have three different events coming up. Um, first off, let's tell them where they can go to find out about these events. Well, they can go to ProvidenceOakChristmasTrees.org. That's the website that has all the information. Uh, the event takes place at the Westin Seattle in downtown Seattle starting on Monday, November 26th at noon, we open with our Christmas carnival and Santa photos. And I can tell you at 11 o'clock, there will be a line for Santa photos. Wow. (laughs) Because we have the best Santa in all the Northwest for this. Oh, I love that. And he he comes in and he's a trooper and he'll he'll sit there all nine hours. Wow. Just maybe one break through that for about 10 minutes. And then, and then they, we've had repeat customers. Gosh, this is our tenth year, Team Photogenics tenth year of photographing the entire event. So yeah, that is amazing. Santa photos, yeah. And, and oh, I love they it. They line up every year, and they document how the kids grow up with Santa, and and it's it's family. It's it's truly a family oriented event because it that is, is awesome. open to the public. There is no charge. They have crafts 
for kids. They have reindeer heads that they can make. They've got cookies and milk. We've got entertainment. We have Casper baby pants coming. Oh my gosh! Christmas carnival. <laughs> We've got you know. So this is a great. Weekend. This is a great family event. It is. It is. And and the fact that it is the first time the trees are open to the public and everyone can come in and, and view them. Now, and that's the that's kind of the crux. That's where a lot of the fundraising comes in is these amazing Christmas trees that people literally vie over being able to create to be auctioned off. Correct. There's there's generally a waiting list about ten deep, ten ten designers every year. Yes, I know. I requested last year, and I and I was like, yeah, no, that ain't gonna happen. I can say I've got no clout in this city. <laughs> oh, that's not true. It's just that the designers they love it so much that they just don't they don't give up they, their spot. They, they don't give up their spot, and yeah. and we only have fifteen, and then there's four uh, four community trees that are out in the public. In fact, I saw our team photogenic sponsored tree at the Sheraton downtown Seattle last night after the Cornish event, and it's Vivian did an amazing job. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. so awesome. Yeah. So tell us about the second event. The second event, which I am co-chairing with Liza Reagan from Choice Linens, is the Silver Bells Luncheon with a fashion show featuring holiday attire from the finery. And That's the one I'm looking real- forward to. Uh, it's it's it, well, you're going to be there. You yes, were there last year. <laughs> and I think you were there for the Lily Show three years ago, weren't you? When I you was. I was our there. Presenting artist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we've got the we've got the fashion show. We've got our resident models. We've got five resident models that are going to come up on stage with their caregivers from different facilities, and they're going to model their holiday look for us. I and love then that. We've got our friends of Providence which uh, Amy Yamada and I will be sporting some finery wear for the holidays. And then uh, and then we'll have the big show with uh, the professional models and raise a raise lot of money. Raise the yeah. And, and uh, we'll have about 800 people in the room. And for yeah, a lunch... That is huge. <laughs> for a lunch on a Tuesday, that's, that's a really, huge. really good thing. Yeah, it's so a really is. good thing. Because the first one we had was about 60 people 10 years ago. And so it's grown just a bit. Yes, yes, just a bit. Little and bit. then to top yes. it all off, you do the gala on Wednesday night. Correct. We bring in those designers and and our 750 or more people that will bid up to $50,000 or more for one of the trees. Wow. And this year our presenting artist is Wim Wim's Olivier Weavers. And his in, his tree is inspired by Midsummer's Night Dream meets oh. Alexander McQueen. Oh, I'll bet that's going to be amazing. <laughs> and his collaborator on that is artist Jared Rue. So oh, it's going to be pretty it. spectacular. Pretty spectacular, let me tell you. So it is. It Sounds is, and fabulous. Fabulous. It is. It is. And it's going to be, it'll bring in about a million dollars. That's amazing. And well, and this—that's the one thing—is about you know, the Northwest is known for its philanthropic work and their events, and and there are so many charities. One of the things that I love about this area is we—I really feel like we do a great job of um, mixing uh, the philanthropic with the fun. So you're partying for a cause. Correct. Correct. And this this event is rated by the Puget Sound Business Journal as around number twenty twenty one. It varies. But what's interesting is that 
in in this region only only one percent of the funds raised goes to seniors in this area. Yeah, and and there's a lot of seniors out there because they were there first. <laughs> I think a lot of people there's a lot of money that goes into children because we take a look at them and say, you know, they're helpless, but we forget that as we get older, we go back to that childlike state. That's and, correct. And, and you need and, just as much if not more care sometimes than a child would. Well, and now that people live longer and their funds don't necessarily last Math. as long as they will at this point yeah. because their Social Security was so low in the beginning, or yeah. their Medicare, or just their insurance, and the cost of being in a facility like that. You know, the the one After thing is much. that Providence will not turn away anyone, wow. no matter what. No matter what. Doesn't no, matter what no. religion, color of your skin, sexual orientation, it doesn't matter. They will They will take you in and take care of you. And they wow. take care of your whole family. I mean, there were many times I got there to visit my mother late in the day and or got there just at dinner time because that was the only time I could see her and they would they'd sit me down at the table and feed me which feed me with her so I could have a meal wow. with her. That's awesome. So and and they never asked for more money to do that. They never asked for you know all 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 they really want is just, you know, support. Thank you. Yeah. And support from from yeah. the public because, you know, I, I want a place to go when it's time. And I and I want to know that I'm going to not be mistreated. In a facility that that uh, well we don't want to, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but but the Providence system is it's one of the best I've ever seen, and and I've seen quite a few with my mother and my grandmother's care. Right. So, well, thank so. you so much for sharing this with us. Um, please feel free to put it on the Socially Savvy page as well as the events page. I'm going to try to uh, make sure that I've got those up there, too, because I think it's a great organization um, with some really fun events. Yes, the website, again, is providenceochristmastrees.org. Awesome. And thank you. That will be all the information. Thank you, LB. Thank you very much. You we'll bet, you and we week. look forward to seeing this next week. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. Good. Talk Bye. to you soon. Bye-bye. Did you know, here's a fun fact for those that live in Washington. Did you know today's record rainfall at SeaTac was 0.03 inches and is still going? It's annoying. The old record was 1.23 inches set back in 1962. So today's a record-breaking day, which would be why dual... Yes. Ceiling is falling apart. Two inches. <laughs> oh, yuck. Which is crazy because, I mean, it rains uh, a lot around here. And, you know, we've had some pretty heavy duty rains, but this was really like. Well, it means that I'm going to be on the I- island of Carnation tomorrow. So I'm wondering yeah. if I'll make it into work. Another fun fact over 1.76 billion candy canes are made each year. Yes. That one's a fun one. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And, uh, talking about red, we're moving on to our red Pino, our red, uh, Primitivo. Primitivo. 2007, Italians, uh, Washington's Italian version. Uh, this grape is uh, genetically identical to the Zinfandel, a popular robust red wine. It's delicious. Uh, flavors of blackberry, anise, and pepper. I like it's it. It's really going to be good. Same, uh, but this is a 2007. I kind of like it. It's really, we've had this before and always love coming back to it. It's really good. I do too. Fun, fun wine. I, I'm sorry, there's nothing not fun about wine tasting. 
We were we were uh, chatting about uh, the show here before having an appetizer and uh, teasing the bartender. Yeah, we can't you know drink too much because we've got to do three tastings on the air. And he goes, Oh, that sounds so terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, life is so bad. What's nice is that speaking of wine tastings, we had uh, we were at our dinner party on Saturday, and our friend brought out his nice signature. Liter bottle. Oh my gosh, of wine. that is such a neat bottle to bring out. If you have a liter bottle mm-hmm. for a party, great presentation. Yeah, definitely bring it out. Show it up. You know, if you can afford, get a Jeroboam, which is six liters. Oh, of wine. good lord! I brought one over to a party. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, he had uh, he moved into his new place and he invited like seventy friends and all that. And I had a wine bottle. Seventy friends. And, yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> uh, I don't want to write him out because I don't, you know. But I had the wine bottle on my arm, and I was pouring wine for everybody. And towards the end of the night, I was getting more emptier, uh, and it was just weird. More women want to drink out of the bottle than the men. But oh okay. yeah, that's so. Fun. The next day, I was wondering why is my arm sore, and I couldn't figure it out until I realized, oh, I was holding this big ass bottle of wine. So oh my gosh, that is hilarious! I love it, absolutely love it. Okay, so we're going to touch base with some of our socially acceptable and unacceptable. Brought to you by Cascade Ice, only two calories. Love it. And they have mixers, too. They have fabulous mixers for the holidays. Can I tell you, if you're looking for a last-minute mm-hmm. something, grab a bottle of vodka or rum or gin. Um, pop by the grocery store and grab a Cascade Ice mixer because mm-hmm. they are delicious. They are. They and really, really do a great job priced. with it. Yes, they are. And you can find them in most grocery stores. Mm-hmm. All right, my first um, socially acceptable. It is acceptable to bring the host or hostess a thank you gift. Mm-hmm. Great options are wine, if appropriate. That means, in other words, you're going to want to make sure that you know something about them. Um, it's really embarrassing when you bring a bottle of wine to um, a recovering alcoholic. Just saying. Um, candles. Uh, wine and cocktail glasses, even if they don't drink themselves, if they're hosting a party, they're used to entertaining. So wine glasses are one of the things that get broken the most. So you get, I would suggest bringing a pair of wine glasses mm-hmm. because you can put those on table setting and, and um, balance off a couple of different wine glasses. Wine, Do I buy them? Ornaments. Wine ornaments are always a big, huge hit. Love those. Wine. Um, and my favorite thing, my favorite idea is... Uh, hostess because anybody who's ever thrown an event or had people over knows just how stressful that can be a little massage afterwards. exactly so those are just great fun ideas for host gifts what about you Do you have any any favorites uh, my favorites is uh offer to help oh most definitely hey, you have your trash bag i'll go around and clean up where you know most of them will say no no no, i got it i got it say no no i got it just let me help you out you know you you put all this fabulous food out let me just give me one of your little trash bags and i'll just go and it takes you a few seconds even if you just do it once you don't have to yep you know totally yourself and then uh another one i'd say is i this has been very helpful and i don't know any friend that hasn't offered is uh help clean up towards the end of the night yeah Rent oh my off. gosh yeah that's been so helpful. I know that because well, there's nothing worse than waking up in the morning going, Ugh. "Oh man." Yeah. Yeah, been there, done that, and used to it by now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it is socially unacceptable to ignore the requested attire suggestions on an invitation. We have, I feel like we've beaten this to death. I think so. The last couple of months, but with well, all I the holidays and, and Halloween being a big one, um, fashion shows, cocktail parties. Um, I went to a reunion this last weekend, and I even made a point to call the host of the reunion and ask what the attire was. 
anytime somebody is putting time and energy into it, please don't argue with them. Oh, well, I don't like to dress up. Oh, I don't have any dresses. You know what? You don't don't make their problems or issues your issues or problems their issue. They're putting on an event. They don't need to tailor it to you. You need to tailor yourself to the event. So be respectful. I'm sure you can find something in your repertoire of clothing that is going to fit and be socially acceptable for any event. Just saying. Yes. That was less than nice, wasn't it? <laughs> it's uh, socially unacceptable to spill your wine and not tell your host about it. Oh, Lord. No, that's so true. Stand up and say, hey, uh, sorry. Can I get a cold cloth? I just spilled some wine. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, I think a lot of people are of the impression that if you spill red wine, that's it. It's over. If you get red wine up right away, a lot of times you can keep it from staining, even on a white carpet. But they've got to know right away. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, they got to know. Get it taken care of. Yeah, because a lot of people have that, that spray stuff that will take out wine and stains. And the other one uh, is another one for those that have their dogs that roam around. Uh, it's socially unacceptable to feed their dog your leftover food or your food. Oh, don't ever feed somebody else's dog. I've seen that happen. So. Do you know how many times that's actually killed other people's dogs because they're not aware of allergies yeah. that the dog has? Some people think it's really cute to give dogs chocolate. Because they don't know. They don't have Seriously? a dog. Oh let's, oh, let's give him a bone. It, it was just cooked. Nobody's eating it. A cooked bone. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just say, I'm going to kill your dog right. because a cooked bone will kill your dog. Chicken bone. Yeah, don't do that. Chicken bone, any kind of bone, any kind of cooked bone will splinter. A lot of people don't realize that. Okay, some more of the fun, little socially savvy holiday fun that we came across. Uh, The original candy cane had a shape different than the modern day design. It was straight, all white, Mm -hmm. and hard. Oh, the things Renessa would do with that if she was here. I know. Oh, my goodness. Um, National Candy Cane Day celebrates on December 26th in the United States. Yes. Um, a can- we have a day for everything. They do. We do have a day for everything. I don't know why. A candy cane turned upside down reveals the letter J, which many believe um, represents Jesus. A little bit of religious crossover mm. there. I think we mentioned earlier the first candy cane was made over 350 years ago. Yes. I love candy canes. I'm so I'm so You're so like, happy somebody came up with it. Candy cane, or for Vanessa, suck the candy cane till you get a sharp point. You ever do that? Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know who you'd stab with it. Be like, you know, rescue the world. Ah, no. no, it's just something fun to know. Um, the first historical reference in America to the candy cane dates back to 1847. A German immigrant from Worcester, Ohio, decorated his Christmas tree with candy canes. Yep. And then the red and white striped candy canes were first made around the 1900s. The biggest candy cane ever made was 36 feet 7 inches. And that's a big That's redonkulous. That is redonkulous. That's crazy. And over 1.76 billion candy canes are made mm-hmm. each year. Candy cane trivia, everybody. So these are fun little things that you can put underneath, again, plates or hors d'oeuvres or whatever, just to kind of break things up a bit. A little send, bit you can send this to an email to your friends. Yes. You know what I hate? What? I hate it when I forget to press send, and I'm sitting there and like an idiot wait, waiting for them to reply. You know, because you send you create the email, oh, you yes. know, and it's minimized or something like that, and you're like, why aren't oh, they replying? Why aren't they replying? What the hell? And then you go, yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, here's some more fun holiday um, preparing tips. Uh, do a pre-run on your holiday table setting so you can see how food can flow around, decorations, etc. 
Uh, a lot of times we get all excited about our menus. We get everything figured out. Okay, we've got the glasses. We've got all the little forks and spoons in the right order, and, and we've got the salad plates and everything. And here comes the entrees, and there's no place to put them on the table. Or forgetting that you need that big spoon that you gave to your aunt. Yes. You're like, oh, right. How am I going to serve that? Right, I need a spoon. Yes, and then you use a regular spoon. Thrift store, go to the thrift store. They have big spoons there, cheap. Oh, heck yeah. Quick, easy, fast. Because those spoons don't have to match. If you really, really think about it, they really don't. Um, another thing is is do if you're doing a, a smaller party uh, to simplify things, name card the seating arrangements. If you've ever noticed, you get more than four people, six people together, asking them to make a decision can be daunting. Yeah. Take the decision away. You probably know the personalities really well. Think about who you're going to place next to who so that everybody has an enjoyable um, eating experience. Hopefully you've thought about who you were going to invite so that there's yes. no conflict. Um, but just in case, put those little name cards out. It makes it so much easier for people to literally walk into the room, sit down. It just alleviates a lot of, well, do you want to sit here? Well, no, I think I want to sit here. Do you want to sit across from me? No, I want to sit next to you. Well, I want to sit next to the host. Well, you sat next to the host last time. I mean, you just, the conversation goes on you got to think about it, too, because there's some people that should – they're, we're all hopefully you invited all friends, but there are some friends that when the two friends get together, they're like chatty Cathy, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You're yes. Like, yeah, exactly. Not that it's a bad thing, mind you. Um, this is a fun little tip. Dry ice is not just nice for the Halloween. It can make a fun beverage and add animation to your buffet table. Yep. Uh, with this, though, if you're not around the holiday, you want to check in with your local meat department, like QFCs and Safeways. They usually need a three- to seven-day lead time to be able to order it, but they can get it in pretty much any time. Yeah, your large grocery stores will have it. Your yep. small ones won't. Yep. Uh, don't touch it with your hands. Yeah, please don't touch don't it with it your hands. Your you're going to be going on an emergency uh, yes. visit to the doctor. Okay, plan your music for arriving chatting, dinner, and dessert to keep the tempo of how you want things to go. So important. I don't. A lot of people don't do that. They just kind of turn on Pandora and go for it. Well, and and you got to realize too. There are times when you want the te- you want the tempo of things to be up more upbeat and where you want it to be calmer. You know, you you want calmer music when people are eating because you want them to be able to digest. You want them to have mm-hmm. you know casual, quiet conversations. You don't want them to feel like they're trying to compete with background noise. Um, I am terrible at this. My husband's always going, "Could you turn that down?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right. I just, I love music." Um, so just little things like that to be aware of. Um, a fun trick to do if you're going to have a large party and you mm. don't feel like you're going to be able to be uh, getting around frequently to see all the guests, grab those little portable ca- disposable cameras and put them out on the different tables. Oh, neat. Because then people, you put a camera out there and everybody becomes a photographer. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun to see the animation that goes on. It, again, it's another way of breaking the ice, um, getting people to interact. You know, a, a click of a flash will grab right. attention. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. And another thing is uh, um, when you're taking pictures, I know I do. I'm, I'm a, I like taking photos of everything. And uh, you got to know your audience. There are some people I won't take photos of because they think I'm some weirdo. But I also <laughs> tell them, I says. I, I won't post bad ones on Facebook, you know. Oh, please edit your photos before you post some people. Yes, I mean because I've been taking photos for quite a while, and LB will probably say the same thing. There have been times when I've taken a bunch of photos from an event. And I go home and I look at them. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, not uh, so good. Nipple slot. Uh, yeah. Delete. You know, you gotta be careful because some people like to just post 
nothing drives me more battier than people who go to an event and they post photos directly from the event and they're blurry. Yeah, and I, may, I I did a bad this last weekend as I posted a picture of a friend because um, she's just absolutely adorable. And I looked at the picture and I thought, it looked great. And she had a run in her, her nylons. Oh, and so she no. didn't like it. And she's like, I'm so sorry I had to delete it. And I was like, I, she shouldn't even be saying sorry. I should have caught that. Yeah. Um, you know, But those are just little things. And so you're right. It's really important to try not to post directly from an event. Here's, take a moment to really take a look at the photos. Here's one of the guys. Hey, guys, I know you like posting photos of the girls. Take a time to look where their gut is. Make sure they don't have a gut showing. Yeah, because it's chin. really embarrassing. Just look yeah. right. Because if you post bad photos of them. They will kill you. Yes. They will kill you. You think you want to date with them? This isn't pretty. This isn't going to be nice. Do They're not going to be forgiving. They no. will kill you. They know where you sleep. Yes. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. Some fun, fun events that are going to be coming up. We have Luna Fest that is um, actually Luna Fest is an event that happens all over the country. Locally, we're going to be having it um, December 4th at 530. It's going to be at the Seattle Art Museum, 1301 First Avenue, Seattle. Uh, this is a fun and enjoyable way to um, help support an important community cause. Um, you get to enjoy a bunch of great films. Girl Power Hour is actually helping to sponsor this year's um, holiday season Luna Fest. Love them. They're going to be doing a holiday-style cocktail reception party um, before the viewing of the films. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. The ticket price is only $35. You can go to lunafest.org, Seattle, backslash Seattle, 1204 for the details. Or if you go to lunafest.org, you can uh, type in your zip code, and they'll tell you where the closest Lunafest is going to be at. Right. I had one quick uh, from our audience about photos. Uh, you get invited to a, uh, an event. You're taking a bunch of photos. Before you post them, or if you do post them, don't tag anybody. Let Email your friend yes. and say, hey, I just posted. Will you that's tag a really yourself? good, yeah. I used to do the opposite where I tag everybody, and then now, cause, well, that's a lot of work after you've done this for quite a I while. I post the album and let people tag. Yeah. And then you find out people who are like, ooh, take that down. Yeah, not so much, please. You're making me scared. What else is going on? Um, we have next week, our show is going to be going live at Pearl here yes. in Bellevue. Um, this is a show that we've been in the works with for quite a while. Uh, Pearl is a local, fun, fun uh, very sexy, chic place to um, hang out, have your cocktails. Across the way from the West End. Across from the West End, right across from Bellevue Square. Uh, they have fabulous appetizers, great happy hour. They are going to be celebrating their fourth annual um, anniversary. Fourth anniversary, not annual, fourth anniversary uh, next Thursday. So we are going to be over there next Monday as a kickoff to that <coughs> and interviewing the chef and just talking about kind of who they are, what they are, and just a fun, fun local place to check out. So you can come down. Come down. Definitely come down. Definitely come down. I believe they're doing a, a little swag bag and everything. It should be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the holidays, if you are a wine lover, you want to go to woodenvillewinecountry.com to check out all the different events, all of the wineries, almost every single one of them has some kind of a fabulous event going on weekly from um, wine dinners to unique tastings. They bring in musicians. They put together um, fun, creative events. You have the St. Nicholas Day that happens. It's actually, I believe, 
two days this year in Woodenville where you get um, you buy your pass at woodenvillewinecountry.com and you get to go around and bounce to a bunch of the different uh, wineries and do a tasting. It's you know remarkably discounted. I can't remember exactly how much it is, but you get a chance to just bounce around. A lot of people will take um, buses or um, party cabs and stuff over there, spend the afternoon and have a blast. Fun place. It is a very, very fun place. And don't forget about your local Bellevue stores for the Christmas holidays to do various things. Yes. Redmond, downtown Seattle. Yep, yeah. you have Snowflake Lane that starts right after Thanksgiving. It runs through January 1st. Mm-hmm. It happens at 7 o'clock every night in downtown Bellevue. So if you're going to be trying to get through Main Street, um, you can get through Main Street, but right past Bellevue Square, I wouldn't even attempt it. Uh, they have drummers out, musicians. It's a whole lot of fun. It's a great place for the kids. It snows every night. <laughs> they have fake snow that happens, which is a whole heck of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a new addition to Bellevue is the BevMo here, Beverages and More, that has opened just right around the corner in downtown Bellevue. Yep. Uh, I got to be there for the open with um, Girl Power Hour and uh Really nice. They've got uh, quite an array of wines and um, liquors and everything imaginable that's associated with it. So if you live on the east side, um, go check them out at BevMo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our uh, holiday tips and tricks. We want to um, remind you, our socially savvy fans, to like us on our Facebook page to be entered into drawings. Um, also, if you love the show, go ahead and subscribe to the show. You can do that directly on Blog Talk at um, our show location. When you do that, we're going to be starting to take those emails and those people, and you're going to be winning prizes every month as well. So they just simply send you a little reminder that the show's coming up so you don't have to remember to uh, yep. find the link. You can just click it out of your email and listen at your leisure. That's right. Our... Uh, Sponsors this week we want to thank are, of course, Leon Wines, Gunner Nordstrom's, Pop Chips, Kind Bars, Sweet Talk Wipes, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, mm-hmm. Seattle Wine Exchange, and I think that wraps it up for tonight. Oh, and Coral. Yep. Coral Great Bar place. across the way here. We got a chance to go over there and ha- enjoy happy hour. So. Yeah, I got to go happy hour, half price. Half price. So we want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, although I think we will get a chance to say that. No, we won't. It's this week. So yeah, it is this week. It is this Oh, my gosh. I'm caught off guard. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. I hope that you get to enjoy a lot of your family um, a full belly, and we look forward to catching you next week on Monday. Yep. All right. Talk to you later. Bye, everybody. <laughs>